to the Waking Up From Work podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. Today, you're listening to episode 40, and this should be the first episode of 2020, if I'm not mistaken. We took a week off to recharge and to really hang out, goal set, get a very clear idea of what 2020 looks like for us, and uh, we're back at it. Still going weekly right now. Really excited to hit this whole year weekly with you and get more content than we ever have out and about. We are actually now scheduled. So every Thursday we're going to be recording this, which means that we can consistently give you a live feed from it instead of just on the cuff whenever we're able to. We have a little bit better schedule now in our lives. So every Thursday night at around 7 p.m., I'd say probably 7.30 is more likely. You can see these live when we're recording them. If you want to catch a sneak peek before it comes out on Monday at 7 a.m. And uh, yeah, we're really excited. Uh, For those of you who haven't joined, we have a Facebook group now called Waking Up From Work Podcast, Connecting Creatives. Have about 60 people in there right now, and people are just sharing what they're up to more. And probably once a month, we're going to do like a Facebook live in there and just talk out whatever situations people are facing that we're not aware of, or maybe our guests haven't brought to our attention and, and really dive into what some of you are doing out there. So thank you so far, the people that have jumped in there. It's been a lot of fun and I'm really looking forward to growing that and talking with you more this year. If you want to find out more audio stuff, because you know that I'm an audio dude and you want to talk that more than we do on here, I encourage you to go on over to crawlspaceaudio.com, started a blog there, and I'm offering videos and information on home recording, you know, things to do for DIY artists to help you with touring and music licensing and music biz and all that jazz. I didn't mean that pun. Sorry for that. Today, we're going to talk about keeping your day job which I know is super contrary to what we usually talk about and preach. But uh, Ryan and I really you know, wanted to sit down and tell you that it, it's totally cool and it's actually good that you have a day job because as long as you're using it in the right way. So first of all, we always say if you like your day job, then you kind of won and that's awesome and keep that and do that forever and that's good for you. If you don't like it, which I know a lot of people don't, are you using it as a tool or is it just a way to survive, right? So if you're in a position where it's just a way to survive and you're, and you're really having a hard time with finance, then go check out one of our prior episodes, Stop Living Paycheck to Paycheck, and, and go over some of the things that I talk about more in finance for that, targeted towards it. But I recently got a, a new day job that's going to make a lot more income for me. And it's also something I think I'm going to like a lot less. But the point of this is, is if you're going to have a day job, use it as a vehicle to get you to where you want to be at. 
really strategically. So this year I got something that it may not be the best, most fun thing to do on the day to day or topic that I think is the most interesting. But because my outcome that I want to get to isn't in any specific organization, then what it is needs to serve me towards getting me to my goal. Think of it as how you're trying to get promoted at a day job, only your promotion is firing your boss, right? So today we talk about why it's good to have a day job and not jump too early and what some of the things look like, you know, when you're thinking about it, when you're not doing it, you know, everything that goes into the decision-making process of what does this serve me to do? And how do I plan for when it doesn't make sense anymore? But for us right now, it makes a whole lot of sense for pretty much the whole year, really, to be doing this. And we're excited for what it's going to be able to do for our businesses, for our creative content, and for this podcast. So happy to have you guys. Let's hit it. I just want to chug that, but I don't. Don't chug it. Don't chug it. Just don't don't get lightly tipsy just right at the beginning of the podcast. Do you want to tell while I'm just getting levels? Do you want to tell people what we're talking about today? Okay, yeah. So everybody, what we're going to talk about today is like how and when to be quitting your job and then like good reasons good reasons to not quit your job. So that's what we're on about today. Yeah, so... All right, I'll give it an official in- intro because I yeah, because I I just talk. You <laughs> I don't articulate well. I'm oh, the voice that I can I can make it all sound. good. You do it, dude. You've heard this enough. What am I doing? Kick us off. Oh jeez. Look at this. We got people on Facebook probably shitting on you. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Are you guys? I don't know. Dave, you know that this is how the internet works. You're going to have people on the internet start berating me in the comments. No, they'll go after me for hating on you. No, they really won't. They will go right after me. (laughs) All right. I will start over. For those of you who are already on, my bad. Um, We're just, we took a week off, all right? We're rusty. Welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You're listening to episode 40 today. First episode in 2020. Oh, yeah. Took a week off. Hung out. We're back. Mm-hmm. We're starting back up here. The batteries are recharged. And what's happening today is going to be an episode, obviously, with Ryan and I. No guests. Bro time. Mm-hmm. Resetting for the new year. Yep. Just hung out the other week with Nourish Mindful Events and went to one of their events to do some yoga and meditation and eat some veggie foods and uh, and reset. And uh, that was awesome, dude. I like goal set with them, you know. I felt like I felt very New Year esque, you know, <laughs> you know. So new, year, uh, new me, <clears throat> new meditation. Style. <laughs> yeah. yes. Hashtag New Year, new me <laughs> for eight and nine minutes. <laughs> so um, New Year, new me until this weekend. Then I have stuff to do. <laughs> I wanted to like today. Today we're we're kind of like retrajectifying. That Coin was that one fucking made up <laughs> word. <laughs> That's real, man. We're we're putting we're now. putting out our our new traject uh, trajectories of kind of like where Ryan and I are at. So what's going to happen is today we're talking about the like if you ever heard the expression "Don't quit your day job, kid." You know, we started this a little bit on the Facebook group saying like, "How do you know when to jump?" 
Mm-hmm. And the answer today for you guys is not going to come perfect from us because neither Ryan or I have done like a full yeah. jump, really. Mm-hmm. Like when I came out of school, I took six months to like just go for it in the worst way oh, where yeah. like I literally had nothing. Yep. And obviously that failed. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, fuck, I need to not do that. So then I got a job and I started like trying to build in some way. Mm-hmm. And then. Recently this year, I had two months where I had zero income and every day I was on the edge and I was like, maybe this is the time where I jump. Maybe this is the sign that I'm just supposed to go. Yeah. And the way that life's turned for me is, you know, my wife got into vet school, which we talked about in one of the other episodes that put us down to a single family income for me and her. So now I support her, support myself. And it put me in a situation where I really have to be more tactical with my finances and how I'm planning to do things more than I ever had to be. And in the non-patient side of me is spiteful of that being like, you know, what the hell, you know, I want to just go for it. I'm ready. I've got the right head for it. I'm ready to wake up in the day and have that like discomfort i don't care about it right mm-hmm. i'm ready in my head right now yeah but but being responsible for another person's food on their plate and housing and yep. life right and i don't even have kids so god bless all you entrepreneurs out there who have kids and and do it like you're unreal and i know i'm we're probably going to talk about that soon too yeah but uh that is forcing me to mitigate risk like an animal. And that's what this year is about for me. I took, and Ryan's going to talk about kind of his story about where he's at and what he's doing too. But Mm -hmm. for those that haven't been tuned in on me, I was working at a company that I hated doing stuff that I hated. And and a lot of things in life changed with Meg going to school and everything. I had to change anyway. I jumped into doing live sound and I was like, I want to do this. Like I took a big pay cut so that I could do something that I wanted to do every day because I wanted to love the process and I still wanted to go towards the goal. I wanted to have my cake and eat it too. And unfortunately, I still didn't like my job because I'm because I wasn't meant to have a job. And so I, I took this pay cut. I did this big change so that I could do something that I thought I would like during the day. And ultimately, I ended up taking this pay cut that wasn't serving financially to get me to the goal of working and living on my own. Mm. And it stunted me. So you were still kind of like, you're still suffering, but just in a different way, but equally. Yeah. It's like, or it's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I really thought that taking this pay cut would, you know, refund itself in the, um, the mental soundness and yes. the. Um, and have like me the stay positive fresh all affirmation the time. that I would get from working with like within like more uh, within the field and within the scope of what I actually wanted to do. And yes. like, isn't it so funny sometimes how that like works for you? Like you think, you know, like what it'll take to, to make it kind of turn around and you're just like, oh yeah, like that's totally worth the pay cut. Right. And then you're in that and you're like, oh, the thing that I thought was going to be happening. It's like, it is happening, but not nearly yeah. as much. And then where I made the sacrifices like really hurting. Right. I thought that if I work a job that I like during the day and then I hustle at night, that I'm going to be so charged up all the time that 
I can still stay frugal and stay smart with my money and then get to my goal. Yeah. And then obviously like some other shit went down with that anyway that that was unforeseen for me mm-hmm. but at the end of the day i knew two weeks in dude i was like shit dude i just can't work for people yeah. i just can't i'm just i have to do it and so this year for me i hunkered down and i've gone all in on working a sales job that is like the direct polar opposite of like the most polar possible mm-hmm. of what i've said that i wanted to do ever mm-hmm. so that i can just pour money into my goal and and what it really comes down to is i still have a big fat truck payment right mm-hmm. i still have just overhead that needs to get out of my way and so my plan was although i'm ready for the jump mentally and I feel like as an operator in my business acumen in every way, like I've proven concept for crawl space audio of being able to bring in income and I just need to get it quicker and have more time to do it. Mm-hmm. Everything's there, but I don't have a facility. Yep. And with that facility comes overhead mm-hmm. and with, you know, savings or debt and all these other things that are there. In supporting someone else, I realized that I needed to get to a spot that made it so that I want to, I want to be invincible, dude. Yeah. And I want it so that like, you're still doing the jump in the sense that if I weren't to generate enough income within like, say a three or six month ramp, then I still fail because I have to make income in that time. But you definitely want to set yourself up as best as possible to not be like, oh, I could totally take care of this thing that will definitely fuck me if I don't take care of it. Yeah. Like, or if like circumstances happen. I don't want like to be knocked out on the first punch. Yeah. I want three to six months of curveballs that I can't expect. And being able to survive through them mm-hmm. and I wasn't at a spot that I could do it. Right. And so it's been about like, what can I do to just eat some more shit, put my head down yeah. and get to that spot. And so I've come up with this plan of buying my next income property, house hacking and living in it and having enough land around there or a barn or something, some other structure that's already on the property yeah. and turning that into the studio. So I would live in one half, rent out the other and erase that Mm -hmm. build that studio with this income from the sales job and then have no overhead for my business Mm -hmm. and then make it so that at that point, what do I, what do I have to lose? Right. I can survive. You know what I mean? And then I can survive in the basement and <laughs> fucking eat your fucking table scraps. <laughs> I'm just sitting down there, just like Ryan. What are you doing? I'm just I'm doing a spot and working on my fucking. So, dick so at the dinner table, what was that? Oh, it was my co-host. He runs around all over the place. <laughs> I just kissing people. I stay in the fucking shadows. It's he puts like, all this shit on OBS. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> it's just like, why is he fucking doing an Irish accent? Let's just don't, just leave it alone. Does <laughs> you don't want to know? He's weird. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you would make like the Smeagol, se- like you would actually talk like Smeagol. You probably can, can't you? I definitely can. I'm oh, not doing it right now, though. But it's we're like, trying uh, to like stay serious. I mean, I did just say I was going to live in your fucking basement of your studio, but I would do that, by the way, if you let me. I'll, I'm wicked good at sleeping on couches of other people's couches. Uh, dude, there's probably going to be a lot of uh, 
there's probably I see a lot of planet fitness showering in the future. Mm. You know what I mean? Definitely. I definitely see like a little bit of that life for a couple months to like figure shit out. But but at the end of the day, like we we talk about all the time like kind of focusing in and getting, you know, uncomfortable and we've just talked about a lot of things on the show that I wanted to talk back on this too is like the point of this podcast was basically like to just watch the process of like what we're up to and mm-hmm. then like navigate the process with people who are way past us just starting and right with us. Yep. And this is part of the process is you can, you should goal set, yeah. you should plan you and you should to. do a checklist, right? Yeah. Have to. There's also shit that's going to happen that you can't prepare for life changes and the things that you find important in life change mm-hmm. and you need to change the game plan mm-hmm. to flow with it yeah and um you know it's it's pretty much like if you're someone that has you know is in their day job and like financially you're fiscally square like you don't you don't have a lot of debt Mm -hmm. you know you're cool you're cool financially you're safe you're safe with time maybe you have time to do the side hustle and you want it Mm -hmm. and then you're not hustling yeah then it's like that person needs to put in work and then get out of there because yeah. they don't have anything. They have no reason why they're stuck there. Right. But themselves. Yeah. Flip side. It's like you can't just jump and then just get screwed. Mm-hmm. You need to put yourself in a position that the odds are in your favor where like maybe calculated risk. Exactly, dude. You got to mitigate the risk. And for that like person super calculated and we'll like we did sit down and plan on like what we were going to talk about and like how how you do need to delve into it with like and when we say plan, I'm not talking like, you know, 2020 resolution. You jotted down a few bulleted points that you, you know, you're going to slightly stick to. I'm talking like you have a plan Like we were talking about the concept of what are you going to do at your new job? And by new job, I mean the thing that you're going to be that, that you want to be doing with your day. Like where what, do, like literally what does it look like? Where do you get income from? Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what do you do? What, what do you do when you first wake up in the morning? What's your like, what overhead your pro- look like? What are your priorities? Yeah. Like what is that? What does an actual day to day look like? Like what is, what is a, uh, you know, if do you have clients, like what does it look like interacting with them? Like how often are you doing that? Like, you're doing like when it comes to so much, like I even find myself it's just like, well, I ask like, well, how much time are you going to do for marketing and how much time are you going to do for practicing and how much time are you going to do for like learning? Like how much time right. are you going to do for cold calling? How much time are you going to do to just actually sitting down and like doing booth time? Like how much time do you want to take off of a break? Like how many jobs are you, are you looking to do per day? It's just yes. like, and when you really like get like, and that lets you know, you know, what is your expectation? And then like when you have expectations and you have those kind of things and you have something to measure and when you can measure it, you know how you're making progress and how you're making success and what it looks like. And, you know, that's what a, that's what a plan is, you know, like, that's what like your new job would look like. And you like talking about the resource side of it, like that's what another side of it that you're talking about is like the mental side, the, you know, Am I even in the head the space of this? And like, I can kind of talk from mine where I can say right now, like if I was to go quit my job tomorrow, yeah. my, my head space, it isn't sound enough to like, to set myself up to succeed. Like I could see, I could see myself doing it, but sometimes, 
you know, where you're at at the, at the moment in time. And this can be with money too. It's like, you're just a, you know, you're a house of cards waiting for a light breeze to knock it over. Yep. And it's like, yeah, okay. You might be a structure for a little bit, but like you want to set it up. So it's just like really sitting down and like, like analyzing that and you know what, like I can, like you said, I can only really talk from being at the point where I'm like at the super beginning where my only step that I've even taken about doing like quitting a day job is like the actual being like, Oh, well, I think that I would like to do that at some point in time. And I like have an, an, a realistic goal where it was like, you know, a year from now I would like to be in a position where I can like realistically think about it. Right. And that's where I'm at. And it's like important to be like, remember where, where you are like my bad habit that I have and but kind of stemming off of what we were talking about, like the negative mental is this idea of like, must be happening now must be have to de- be putting in four and five hours. Yep. You're not doing this. You're, not, for, doing you're not doing this for eight hours. As soon as you come home from your day job and you're not like, like not enough syndrome, like I'll call it. And like that can like get on you. Cause it can really for me, sometimes I feel like like I get that imposter-esque kind of feeling yes. where I'm like, I'm not doing enough, so I'm just pretending that I'm a person who wants to do this. Exactly. And then I I really I dead ass like disconnect my own desire to do this from reality. And then it's just like, oh well, you know you want to do these things and you know you can and you know that you will, because you wouldn't be doing and engaging in all the things that you're doing if you weren't. But like you have this like ego movie that you're playing on in your head every once in a while. And like, those are the things that come up and that comes up financially. That comes up like another thing. Um, you know, I couldn't just quit my job right now because, you know, I have a, you know, a significant other who is trying to go back to school relatively soon. And like, it's going to be a situation like yours where the, it's going to be me. The incomes are going to shift a little bit. And that's like what another thing you have to take is like, Hey, are you single? Like, oh, I don't have kids. This is a time for me. It's just like, well, I have kids. Well, what does that look like if I have kids? And if I have, what if, what do I have? If I have two part-time jobs. Well, what if I have a spouse that's kind of, um, or a significant other that's also trying to go for something that's kind of along the same lines as me? Like, right. how do we prioritize, you know, whose stuff is, has relevancy? You know, like, what takes part? Like, is it equal? Or, or like, for me, it was like, you know, if it came down to being like, oh, well, you know, you could do voice full time, but, you know, Sarah wouldn't be able to go to school for another like three years or four years. I'd be like, well, you know, I can do this for a shorter amount. Of, like, I'll, I can do this for a longer amount of time, but in shorter intervals to, right. to, to make that sacrifice for this. So it's like, there's a, it's a, there's a plethora of things that, that come into it. And, you know, we talk about it all the time. It really is just about like putting your attention to it and engaging with it to, you know, f- figure that plan out. And then to, like it, re- it comes down to the question, like, where am I at? Can I quit? Like, can I like, can this stop? Like, is this realistic? What, what is it? Yeah. Where, where am I at? And what, what is it that solves that issue? Yeah. Right. And like, and you just said, dude, you just said a ton of stuff that like, I want to break down. Mm-hmm. Right. So absolutely I'm thinking that way because I'm, I'm in a, I'm obviously, I'm married. Mm. You're basically married. Yeah. You know, it's like in that is a two way street. 
right? Where, you know, we have another episode talking about kind of navigating when both people in the relationship want to be an entrepreneur and trying to make it so that those work together instead of against each other, which is really fucking hard to do. It's basically a one-way trip to end your relationship if if, if you fuck it up. It's hard, man. But once... Once we settled on that, like you do have an idea in your head of like where the weight's going to shift around where like I knew like I knew when Meg said that she's going to go to vet school. The reason why I like first got like defensive against it is I knew that I needed to become a step per sec, mm-hmm. right? I needed to become something that she could stand on for a little bit, which is right? hyper uncomfortable. Cause not only do you have to like deal it. with the litany of things that could possibly go wrong as with you as an individual and all that like comes with it. But then you're like, Oh, if I fuck up, like I'm fucking up for two people. <laughs> like that's right. Like I don't mind. Like I can live with fucking up for myself because then it's at least it's on you and you're exactly. like, all right, I cannot live. But dude, there is something just so I can, it I can rattles me to my core to think about failing. Like when I think about like, if I was to fail, like, see, like, and then in my definition of failure is when you just absolutely stop all, every and all things that like align with who you are as a person, like r- true quitting. Like that's not failing. like two days out. Like you just, yeah, stopped. no, like you're just you're like, done. yeah, I don't participate in these things anymore in this life. Like it, it rattles me to think that I was like, Oh dude, if I just like failed and just became a failure as a human being, like for my partner, like I would be the world's biggest piece of shit. Right. And it's like, it's motivating too. It It is motivating. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's making me be smarter than I would be. Yeah. Right. Because because I would be the guy that would be like, "Can you teach me how that happens?" I can't eat tonight because I'm being an idiot. Still, what do you mean? Like, still, like sometimes I just feel like I'm just like, "Oh, I can make better decisions." <laughs> Dude, it's just I don't know. It just takes. I mean, that comes with making better decisions is realizing that you need to make better decisions, right? First, <laughs> I guess so. The first step is just noticing. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely, dude. You can't change what you don't see. Yeah. So I knew, I knew when Meg said that she wanted to go to vet school, we were going from dual income, both of us doing well. I knew that I had to get the fuck out of what I was doing. And I knew that what I was doing was making good money. I knew that her income was going to go away entirely. I knew when that happened that we were going to go into a spot where like I needed to lift her up a Mm -hmm. little bit and then I needed to stall out a little just in the sense that I, I knew I couldn't afford to for the, for the financial pieces of like paying for gear or paying for space. Like, cause I do like I freelance, so I pay for time when I'm in studio or paying for additional things. Like I knew that that would slow me for a sec. Right. But when Meg gets out of school, she's going to start working again. And then that's going to give me a lot of relief to be more risky than I have been. Like, I'm going to be less risky for the next three years. And inside there, I still plan on launching. And what it's been is like, how do I get my finance to net zero? And then how do I make money from other things? Mm -hmm. And this year has been crazy, dude. Like, I, I have learned a lot of navigating it. Like, we got our first income property. That made it so that our cost of living for the two of us like she has that house down there with renters in it i live in this room which is not perfect like it's definitely sucks to not have space and like 
go from living away and living with people again. Like it's not an ideal thing, but we were able to make it so that we don't pay anything to live for rent. We've zeroed it out this year in that, with that same first property, we're probably going to be up up like per month, making money off of living. And then I'm hoping to get our second income property and then not only make money month monthly, but also not have any overhead for the cost of where my business is going to be at. It's going to be a sweet spot. That is the only way that in my mind I could figure it in all the different ways that I was thinking of shit of how do I do this while Meg is in school? And it doesn't mean that that's going to be easy. That's going to still be like rough. Yeah. Like it's still going to be real rough. And Meg is amazing where like she's troopered through all of it. Like she's troopered through the times where I'm like, we can't buy shit right now. We can't buy shit. And, and, and I haven't even taken the leap, you know? So like, she's still amazingly supportive in the sense that like, she's still there for the ride and she's still saying like, I know that I know that you're in this circumstance, but like, I still support you to do this. But I guess like my biggest point of like doing this episode for people out there is it's almost like an episode talking to me, like when I was like 24, 23 and still like. Like I had just gotten like the spirit in me, like I'm going to do this like for real. Right. But I didn't have like, I didn't calm down enough to, to, you didn't like realism it. You didn't like put like the structure around. Yes. And I think that's important is like, you can't lose that, like that fire. You need the fire drives it. But like that fire needs to be like contained and like purposefully projected. Yes. Like you can't just let it go flying all over the place. Cause like, I mean, that's how I was like, just had all the gusto and all the interest and all of this in the world. And then just no like realistic, like heading slash plan. Like just until recently, Dude, fire, just fire until, doesn't like, do anything unless you, unless you contain it. Right. Yeah. Like when you're like running like a locomotive oh God, or you're yeah. running like anything, right. Yeah. You need the fire to create energy, but if you just let it in the open, you can't use that to create anything. Yeah. It's just raw power. Mm-hmm. Right. It dissipates. I needed, I needed to, dude, you saw the metaphor just like, were you about it, to metaphor it, it no, out? No, you metaphored me. And then like, <laughs> I saw you see it on my face and I saw how excited that you got. You're just like, dude, he's a poet. He got hit hard for him. Oh, I got him. And I dude, just, we, we met each other in a slam poetry class. Yeah, dude. That's we have a, to be metaphoring had, we were, on people. We did, dude. We had, we had English class together oh, back when we were just man. little youngins. I guess, I guess for me, dude, like. After all this talk about shit, this episode and that realism or or that 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 understanding that I got this year, I wanted to say to younger me, keep that fire. But whatever you do, make sure that you're making choices and you're doing things to set yourself up for a long term win. Mm-hmm. Like the way that I've been thinking about it lately, dude, is I'm not in this to just make nothing and not support my family and feel bad about shit in my room as a producer i think do i think that i could jump right now i honestly think that i i figured out how to monetize the audio things that i do right and i need to get more efficient with it i also need to get better with a lot of things for it but i think that i could survive and i did have to survive on like 2 months this year off of that 
that's amazing that I can be there. But what I've decided is I don't want to be someone that's like a three-year, five-year person, then fail, and then come back to something later in my life. I I want bigger than that. And I want mm-hmm. even bigger than like, you know, I want to create things that are creating income without me being there only. Mm-hmm. And the audio stuff that I love to do, I need it to be a part of me, but I need to be able to create businesses and create assets that that bring income in for me that don't take a one-to-one ratio right and i want long-term it needs to success. be like in like long-term steady increase i want to be a hundred and die doing what i love i don't want to go five years on fire and then burn out quick yeah that's that's what i want to tell younger me is like keep that angst mm, keep that fire yeah but you need to channel that in and make it so that it's working for you and not just be that raw energy and just like wherever the the fire goes just it it just goes to wherever it's at it needs to be put into a space so that it can run an engine Mm -hmm. it's not worth anything if you just have the raw yeah fire dude how have you been like something that i've like had to think about is like how to navigate are you okay with you know it not working out for like three or four years or more, you know, like really working out like in terms of like, you know, would you be okay with just doing this for part time for a while or, or, you know, if the circumstances happened where, you know, you can't do it full time because, you know, someone like your partner going to school or getting a new job or life circumstances. And, you know, if you had to put it on hold and it's just like, well, yeah, like I can't for how much because for how much hold, but this is, I know, but like, I think you're misunderstanding me where it's just like, I'm okay with this, like taking a step back. It's like, I'm okay because for the first time in a while, things don't feel so like urgent. Uh, where in the sense of I'm trying to get away from the mindset of like, it needs to be done now syndrome where like, I have to build Rome by tomorrow or else I'm failing. And it's like, like I said about like, you, you're really only failing when you're stopping like completely. I agree. Like I'm said it. And I, and in a way I feel like I, I vibe with you so hard about setting yourself up for like the eternal run almost life of success. Yeah. Like a life of success where it's like, Oh yeah, I don't have to worry about like launching this business next month because I can still see myself doing this like 25 years from now. Right. And that's, like I'm fine with taking the necessary and patient steps and sacrifices that come along with that in order to ensure that long-term success. And I don't know, like what, like people have, like you, I guess the question is just like, what would you de- de- like determine like long-term success would be like, how do you define that? And like, to me, it's just like, yeah, like you, it's just like, Oh, if I can just die talking into a microphone or find a way to take that, business or that stuff and be able to create this kind of flourishing for myself and for the other people yep like you know and i know that you're the same way where it's just you know if i succeed the best that i can succeed then everybody who i'm around and touching and all the the communities that we're a part of and all the connections that you know you've made that i've made that the podcast has made or whatever can be better because of it and then past that if that's how 
every individual can be, then we live in a, an objectively better world. And that's like a, something that's like good to think about. And so like, it's like, how did you navigate like being just realizing that it was going to be a little bit longer of a race than you had given it credit for? Like, did you ever find yourself being in that like short term mindset where just like, like was college you like that where it's just like this this shit has to fucking happen like Dude, right now like, that didn't get ha- fixed until a year until a, <laughs> I, like this until like that didn't isn't get it fixed. crazy how like it took us until like we're like basically like 28 to start thinking like that didn't get fixed until like m- six months ago <laughs> but it was it was like a uh we talked about on another episode when we we're talking about like how 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 all in we are on like there's a path for you and like you know what i mean like we got really in on that and like like it it happened in like a night and now i feel uh, like don't get me wrong dude like i'm still i'm still not patient in the sense of i feel like i feel like i have put in a good amount of time yeah. a good amount of years of doing the full time in the side hustle and i feel like i've changed a lot of things i've gotten rid of a lot of things i feel like I feel like I'm in the 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 last portion of the preparation and getting it all together kind of shit. I feel like I'm in the later stages of of the game, yes. But and 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 I'm not patient in the sense that I'm aware of that. Like I do see the horizon, like I see it out there and it makes me frustrated that I can see it. And I can't have it during the day. Like, mm. don't get me wrong, dude. Like, there's a lot of times during my day where I just like sit there, like blank, looking through shit in I an office, be and be doing like, music yeah. instead. I'm gonna fucking kill myself if I sit here more. <laughs> That's <laughs> the song there, I sing, dude. <laughs> I sit there all day, dude. You can ask any of my coworkers. This is the jingle. Do, 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 do. Gonna smash my computer into a million pieces today. <laughs> da, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> like I have to be happy about it because I'm just like objectively frustrated. <laughs> you just like sit there and look through things and people. And like, like, are you okay? Yeah, just don't, don't, don't dig into me right now. Well, dude, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I'm having a conversation with people, mm-hmm. and I, and then like, I, I, like everything's gone into like a blur, right? <laughs> and I've literally stopped t- people listening. Are like, you okay? Your face looks tight, <laughs> and my my eyes like must like open up, and I've stopped listening entirely, and then I see their body movement change. Like they were like, this guy is fucking not listening to me. And then, I, and then I come back to it and I'm like, oh shit, fuck, I got to power through these last three hours here. I have to pretend like I'm cool right now. Like I have to. So don't get me wrong, dude. I'm, I'm not, I'm not chilling during Those are the, the day. fucking throws, dude. The throws of desperation. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not chilling during the day. Oh, dude. I usually do stuff on lunch, honestly. But I usually you... do things okay, like where really I either cool. tap into like that course that I still haven't gotten through. Or like I'm emailing people, or I'm doing something with I'm on websites or analytics. I'm doing something on my lunch that makes me feel like I'm doing something towards it, and then I'm like, okay, it's that. This right is there. why we're here, and it like levels it back out again. Like, and and I'm like, okay, and then after like, so I get that at lunch, and then afterwards when I'm out, I'm already like on the way home. I'm either calling someone and talking about something and making a plan, or I'm doing something to like get ready for the night and i'm like okay i'm gonna go write music tonight i'm gonna go perform i'm gonna go record someone i'm gonna go podcast and like i know 
in that, in the beginning of the day, when I'm writing my goals, I'm like, these are my goals. And I read and I fucking read back on what I've done. Mm -hmm. I look for what I'm going to do in the next weeks, months, year. And I'm like, I know what's coming. Mm -hmm. I hit lunch and I reground again and say like, it's okay, man, you got it. Things are happening. And then I get out of work and then I go do it. And then the weekend I do it again. And that keeps it contained. Dude, I can, you know, um, but, yes, it, but does. it's, it doesn't mean that the impatience has gone away. It just means that like, it used to fuck with me in lieu of that impatience. You're doing things that's offsetting it. Yeah. By, like staying. It's like, under sharp. control. It's yeah. under control. You're just like, Whereas oh, I'm, it didn't I'm used feeling to like shit right now about this. So I'm actively doing something that's like, Oh, Hey, this you're isn't, good. This you're isn't going to last. You're doing everything you're supposed to yeah. do. You, you know, it's a financial equation at work of like, I know my income for the year. I know exactly what the income's going for. <clears throat> and I know that all I have to do other than the things that I need to do to keep the art going on the outside mm. is you fucking have to show up there and you have to do that thing. And you have to do it Every for X day. amount of months and Every you have day. to do it. It's a fact. It's yeah. a financial equation where like, I know what that money equates to. Mm -hmm. I know it's in a line with things and I know I'm doing the right things with my time and I just have to fucking do it, dude. And it I know that, that. Does it give you that like mental break where you're just like, oh, like I don't need to be as frustrated. I yes. can still be frustrated. Did I ever tell you? Oh, yeah. dude. Okay. Shout out to Drew Dunn right now. The comedian, the fucking, the leader of the squad himself, Drew Dunn. He this said he the... never wants to be on our podcast. He says, fuck your podcast. Yeah, he definitely told me that. He's like, I hate you. You're an idiot. I don't <laughs> Listen, want to be Listen, I love you, man, podcast. but I will not be on this podcast. Right. He... I learned one of the the best things from him, and I uh, I got told this through one of his friends, and this is what because we work together. One of his friends, who I you know, this is how I met him, and we say this to each other all the time when we're just feeling the heat from that from that day, and the day job is just consuming you, and you just you sit there, and you know what? Hey, dude, you know it's fine. You want to know why? It's our last fucking day today. <laughs> and we just keep, dude. Oh, dude, I don't need to worry about my day today. You want to know why it's my last fucking day? <laughs> and, and that's what we say. He's just like, yeah, dude. And anytime that we would just be having a shitty day with each other, because he used to work with them, and he's just like, every every day that we were having a horrible day, it was just awful. Dude, I the fuck, no sweat, dude. It's my last fucking day today. Oh my god. And eventually, dude, it's your last fucking day. And it and for him, it was. And now wow. he's crushing it, dude. He's just like, I kept telling myself, it's my last fucking day today. Don't sweat it, dude. Just keep doing your shit. It's my last fucking day. I don't know if that would help me, dude. Yep. I don't know, dude. I think it takes away... <clears throat> Why it works for me is because I fall... And I did, me, personally, I, I go in between like the spectrum of like hyper invested in like serious about life and like a lot of different aspects of it yep and then just like flopping in between just like yeah fuck it <laughs> right Dude, <laughs> you know what me I mean? too and like finding that nice balance between like because you there really does have to be this aspect of like fuck it towards a lot of things you have because to, if you are serious about everything you'll die you'll die dude you'll die and i find myself feeling like I ought to be more serious about a lot more things. And I've, to, for me, a statement like that 
as a, as a person who is genuinely like, you know, we can sit here and talk and be serious and whatnot, but like for the most part, I'm a, you know me, dude, I'm a genuinely silly, goofy clown. clown, dude, clown, clown, dude, <laughs> like cannot believe that some teachers did not quit their fucking jobs, <laughs> clown, bro. Shout out to Mr. G, dude. Yeah, man. Shout out to Mr. G, the homie. All right. Yeah. Down in Washington, D.C., killing it. Yeah, I know. Hell yeah. But something like that for me, like takes away that 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 weird serious tone that I kind of trick myself into being into sometimes, and it it takes the tension out of the shoulders and it takes some of the weight off a little bit, and it allow for me it allows like that loosey goosey kind of like laissez faire creativity to to flow a little bit more, and when I have that feeling, like things flow better, like my thoughts are clearer. My actions are less frantic and, you know, awkward, you know, everything become, has like this level of cohesion to it. And so to think about it too, where it's just like, sometimes that day job, it seems like it's infinite. Yes. And then you get, it seems like it's infinite because it's awful. Or another thing that happens to people is they get lulled into a sense of complacency where they get comforted by like that nice paycheck and the that that cushy office job and those days off and the, this yep. and the that and yeah it just like it lets you know that 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 sense of infinite like that never endingness is not true and that it'll be done and when it's like when it's done something mm. else is going to happen after that and if something else that's going to happen after that is going to be good and it's going to be the thing that aligns with you, like there's stuff that has to be done. And so that like, like saying that, that like saying that in my head, dude, not, not only does it like engage me back to my life, but it's like, this is an infinite, some, some Jake Lasperado shit. If, if the homie Jake Lasperado is watching oh, right now, I'm training talking, with him this year. Going, oh, I'm so excited to hear that. Like so, getting some, like going back to like my silly kind of like joyful, playful nature of like that's who I am and like I've kind of only had to skew that because I've had to like oblige to you know like societal norms or job you know stuff which is why you know working for yourself is so like enticing in a way because you have that and it's like that okay so that permanence is going to be gone and then eventually like you can have that next thing that it's like it's you you don't have to conform to whatever bubble you get put into. Like you don't operate under anybody else's rules, right? But your own, and so that it, it's held me to that. And with that, talking about our our plan making, the way that I've been like counteracting that kind of like egoic, like you're not doing enough, you're not doing this. In the in the meantime, is doing something underscore something fucking a hundred times something every day that has to do with voice and dude it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be four hours of work every day sometimes it's as simple as like you know i'm engaging in some of my new modules of information and uh with my mentorship right or it's you know reading up on some marketing skills or it's watching a live stream of my of my coach work with one of his clients or watching something about like the booth work or sitting behind uh, the mic and, you know, getting some dry reps in or working on a demo 
or something a little it bit more. It, it makes it more manageable because it's like shit. With, I with didn't what you expect of yourself. Like I didn't waste my day today. It, today wasn't one of those days where I went to my day job, got my soul sucked out of my ass, and then went home and complained <laughs> about getting my soul sucked out of my ass and went to bed and did it again the next day. Oh. Like, dude, I did something in lieu of the the shittiness that you have to take in the now to make sure that that investment happens over time. That's right. Like you have to, and you have to have that mindset where you're just like, I'm taking these licks right now. Like I'm taking like shots on the chin by working at this job that definitely is not serving me. Just like you, dude, dude, you do not, it really is. Seriously. It really is. It's like, I'm in the morning and I'm putting my my fucking head down. I'm going to work. I'm shutting my mouth. I'm crushing my job objectively. I'm staying out of the fucking, you know, I'm staying out of everybody's way. You know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm minimizing the amount of mistakes that I make and I'm not fully investing myself into a place that's going to not serve me. Like, uh, I have a very clear and concise conceptualization of what this place and this is serving me right now. And I do things on the back end to ensure that the shit that I'm taking right now is not permanent. Right. Like two or three episodes before the new year we did an episode on desert island goals and basically like keeping things simple dude right oh, yeah like like it's what important. are you trying to accomplish mm-hmm. what things do you have to do finite mm-hmm. that accomplish that and what do you generally have to do and then inside there blocks out everything that you shouldn't do mm-hmm. right and then under those that's when the specificity starts happening right yeah. And it's so like it's my day tough, my day dude. job dude like I was saying earlier is math. I have a certain amount of income that I'm going to get. I'm literally like I've gotten it granular to like looking at my tax and my deductions for healthcare and I know the math. And I know what I need to get done with those this year to get me the assets that put me in the next spot next year. And that's set in place, right? And then when I'm inside that space I'm just like you were like, I'm not a bad person, dude. I want to perform and be the best person that I can when I'm there. So mm-hmm. like, obviously I have times like that where like, I'm just like dying in it. But for the most part, I'm there, I'm attacking it. I'm trying to be uncomfortable there, but I'm also trying to just stay focused there. And I'm not trying to go out in some way that's going to drain me out. So I can't perform right. and my other thing later at night or on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And so the math is there and the time is there. You have X amount of time, X amount of finances where are you allocating that at why are you doing that and what's that get out of your way or put in place to make you succeed in the other spot everywhere else is every other micro goal that i'm doing to set up those other things right doing more audio getting getting more you know saving more time in the project so that they just take less time you know making it more efficient with how i'm doing my books getting better with like legal things with property so that things are safer like mm-hmm. just everything in so you don't have some random uh you, you know how uh how good does it feel when you have like 16 you know jobs that you got lined up and deadlines are coming up and then all of a sudden some shit goes down in your house because you had some something that you could have solved six months before but That's you right. decided to not dig fully into and and you know cover all your bases right I it's built again a, with the specificity i built a lot kind of quick not Mm -hmm. really quick but like a lot of things got built quickly Mm -hmm. and now like they're not as efficient 
or they're leaking somewhere financially, like something needs to be solved, like something could be cheaper and like, or, or like when things happen, yeah, it derails me where it shouldn't have to be. And there should be processes in place and people. And so a lot of that, and like, maybe we'll just take another episode to even talk about that when I actually get better at it myself. But Mm -hmm. a lot of that has been figuring out for me to get to the next spot. I have this amount of time and this amount of finances that are allocated. So I have to do something in that time. And in that time, my job is to make it so, okay, you got from this to this level. Now, the only way that you can get to the next spot now is to make it so that all of those have something in place to make it so that you don't get derailed in the next spot. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get derailed by a knockout punch financially. So that means that I have to have three or six months of my pay saved up somewhere in an egg that if the world falls apart, the economy gets fucked, you know, my income property gets fucked up. Like Mm -hmm. I need something in place that like, if plans don't go right, if I fail, I'm not put out. I'm Mm -hmm. not done, you know, and being done sucks. Or like even like the, the, those those two months, dude, I had a very real, and I think I already shared this on the podcast. I had a very real look of like what it looks like to be in the country without healthcare. And I'll tell you what, man, I like, it is a very, it is a very real thing to not have an income coming in Mm -hmm. to be supporting other people. Yeah. And then to not have healthcare and then have an issue where you might have to go and you have to literally decide, do I go to the hospital and do I get a bill that's so big that I'm fucking sunk? Right. Like for not, a really not, long period of time. Not just a couple of years. I'm literally done for maybe my life. Maybe this whole my whole life gets stopped from this thing right now. And when yeah. I saw that, like for me it wasn't that bad. It was never gonna be that. But like but it, I saw an instance of like, oh, this is how people really get fucked when they didn't really do many things wrong in life because of just the way that it happens in our market and our in our country we're set up in a way that like that 100% can happen and Mm -hmm. you need to be aware of that and you need to do things Mm -hmm. to make it so that you and your family are able to survive that time. Right. So Mm -hmm. like getting six months ramp, getting rid of overhead, things that like should not be your overhead, like my truck, Mm -hmm. getting things like that, that are, are, are an overhead that just should not be in your way so that you can maneuver and take the risks that you need to take when you're there. You need to take risks after you've jumped you need to take even more risk than ever. Mm-hmm. And I just saw a post the other day, actually just today from, uh, from Tanner from Portland pod. We met him at mm-hmm. the podcast meetup. Mm-hmm. Dude, he showed a picture of his bank account when he started Portland pod. It was negative $770, right? The reason being is because he had to invest in shit when he was starting out even more than he had ever anticipated yeah. and it paid out and he's crushing it. Mm-hmm. But like he was talking about, like I also have a ton of shit that I deal with. That's really hard. So like people, I just want you to know that. And like, I guess like, it's like, it's really like you're going to keep taking risks. Like that you, you have to do your best to push yourself and think like in every scenario, you know, say you start going into income property or you're starting your business or you're doing anything, you have to expect the worst. You cannot, when you're running your numbers like, on something, oh, everything's gonna be can fine. I buy this property? Can I do this? We all need to take risks, but you can't expect that things are going to go. Like the ideal situation, ideally, you know, 
we can afford this house because I should be making this in commission on your day job, right? And then you fucking don't make commission and then you can't afford the house. You're screwed. Mm -hmm. Ideally, you know, I should be able to do this because I've done this. And then if you don't have any net at all, then you might sink yourself long enough to put yourself out for too long to be able to do the thing. Whereas like, I want everyone to, to, when they do it, I don't want like a suit coat coming back on, dude. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm, when I'm out, like some flash in the pan shit, I'm out when I'm out, I'm out, you know? Mm -hmm. Dude, when the suit comes off, the suit comes off and the suit comes off. It's fucking burning. Put my beanie on. That suit comes off, bro. You know, I'm not coming to any weddings dressed up. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know what I would have to do for me to be, uh, be back in those drawers. You'd look good though. It's just not, it's not for me, man. Punk ass, man. We're just punk asses. Stress. Just a couple punk asses. Yeah, dude. dog. Punk ass podcasters. Just a couple of punk ass podcasters. That's all we are. I'm trying to just talk. I'm trying dude. to help people out. I'm trying to make, just trying to make a damn simple living. You know what I mean? I think, uh, yeah. dude. What do you, how do you feel about people's like kind of like values nowadays with like how much they think they need? I think people think that they need too much. I, I think the best thing that I've ever like uh, some of the best things that I've ever learned in life are, are are how to be more simple, how to just like enjoy simpler things. Yeah, and uh, and so many of them have like come away from like having money. Like, don't get me wrong, dude. Like my goals like are to make money like doing these things but like i mean i fucking love doing voice and i have like my goals to do it but like I, coming from being somebody who is like b- basically lived their entire life like either poor or not so well off it's just like yeah i would love to just not have the burden and the stress of financial woes upon me well but, dude but the simplicity of like life dude where it's just like man i just want to I just want to have like my little property where I can just have my damn garden with my wife and my front porch and my dog and be a part of a little community that I can, you know, help engage in and like do my part in with just little overhead and overhead in terms of like money and in terms of like how much I use and how much space I take up and like my impact on things. Like I want to have a net positive impact like on all like facets of life. And I think that coming from that kind of simplicity, like what, what what have you like done? That's kind of like been something like that. Like, what do you think about some shit like that? Are you just a money bags? You want some big fat money bags? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, dolly bills, dude. I like, well, I like the way that, um, like at that nourish mindful event that I was just at, mm. right? Uh, for those of you that don't know, check out George and Sydney's episode. I think it's like episode fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, they were with nourish mindful events. I got to finally go to one. That of That was events. one of the first uh, like web ones that we did. One of like, yeah, it might have been the first Zoom one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I went to it and George when we were like talking about like visions for the year or whatever. Right, George was was saying that you can't think of money as the root of all evil because even though of course it inspires people to do the wrong things, Mm -hmm. money is just a different variation of energy and the way that it's moved puts energy into things, whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. 
right? Which is a that's true. Yeah, it's just another resource tool, uh, medium, whatever you want to call it. Right, something that takes one state and brings it to another. And so, but it does it in like a transactional way. I don't think that you can do as much good. You can do more good with more money. Yeah, because you can have more of an impact. Even if, like, say, you want to live a simple life and you want just to take money that you're making and give it to charity, whatever, just gives away money. Sure, it doesn't matter. So I mean, like, it's obviously I would love to do that in in anyone's business. You should always be striving to make money, Hmm. right? But at the same time, I went from coming out of college with like a Jeep that was like burning on fire on the highway, (laughs) no money, right? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, like then I went to dual income and both Meg working down in Boston and biotech and me working like a higher end sales leadership job. We're making good money like definitely like decent decent money like no doubt mm-hmm. right and being able to make those choices of what we wanted to buy we could buy mm-hmm. not like we weren't rich but we we're just money doing bags, well but like, right yeah then going back from that down to single income down to like i spent three months like this year with zero income you know like and and having it be at the point where like i had absolutely nothing i could buy nothing i had no choices on anything right and then coming back and like, I'm just getting back in motion of like, things are like kind of in between the two because I'm still single income, but this is like a, a decent spot, right? Going up and down like that, huge polar up and downs, like not, not close at all, like roller coaster ride for the past six years yeah, or more. <clears throat> um, I've just learned that like, I really... Don't give a shit about things yeah. at all, dude. Like so many things. I just don't care. If I wear the same... And nor- it's not like, like apathetic, right? It's like indifference. I, it's just like this This just does not matter to me, It's just dude. not doing something positive or negative for me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I just... Like if I had to wear the same... I wore the same jacket when I was making money as when I didn't. Right? Yeah. I ate the same things... Also the same fucking As music, I did I and as I didn't. Right. I was doing friends. the same things, man. And, it's and, all you, uh, dog. And the only thing that I'd say is that, like, the more stuff that you have, the more problems that you have. Because if you have five ATVs, you got to fix every one of them. If you yeah, have ten sure cars, yeah. you got to register every one of them at probably different time. You know, dude, I find I, I know what you mean because I find myself feeling so like frustrated by the tediousness of certain things. Like, I'm just like fucking triple a sending me a something in the mail about reinstating my insurance like this is so fucking annoying it's like why is this real life dude like why does this how about that i was like this is this has never mattered to me dude like this has never fucking mattered to me like get like these bills and the in in the mail and the these and the that and the wearing the suits and all I, i don't know dude it's just like it's just like, yeah, this has never struck me as what is important in the short amount of time that we have here. Yeah, And it's just like, I, it feels nice to finally be putting yourself in a position where you're like, yeah, I can finally be somewhere where I can actually be like, yeah, yeah, it's just actually just doesn't fucking matter to me. I'm choosing to not. And I mean, obviously, like, I'm not talking about like, yeah, don't pay your car insurance bill. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying where it's like, I want to get to a point where my focus is able to go to. Like all of the things that are important instead of just like those, yeah, those noisy things. And you're right that 
some stuff that exists on that 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 tangible level. It's just like, yeah, you have these things, but you have also have all the stuff that goes with the things. So like like the things that have made the most impact, right? Yeah. Is for a long time, if I wanted to stop and have a coffee, mm. I didn't have the right to make the decision to spend money on an extra like that because it wasn't part of like what I needed for food, mm. right? I literally the other night bought a $2.34 coffee because I fucking felt like it. And that made an un- that felt so good. I was like, dude, I can drive by a place and then just based off of my immediate want, I can do something simple that's not part of my weekly groceries because I have the income to make a decision like that. That had more impact on me than having the ability to buy whatever like literally a new tv or any like none of that has ever had like it feels good like when you buy the new tv there's no doubt that a new tv is better than this tv right there's no doubt that that would be a more enjoyable thing right but it doesn't have more of an impact to me than like a week of feeling it and then you just get back into the norm of it whereas like very simple things that are really just based off of like am i do I feel comfortable that I can make decisions and not be scared? Yeah. That's the that's the feeling that I love and that I need. Like in I want to get my scared ass feelings and my uncomfortability from like other things that are engaging me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. on a on a different level, other than just like, oh, if I don't pay this, then something's gonna happen. I don't want to wake up shit, afraid yeah. and wake up scared. Yeah. And then past that, I just don't know that that there's a lot more that <laughs> I need, dude. Yeah. You know? So. So. So don't, think don't quit your day job unless it's the right decision for you. Don't pay attention to other people on social media. Look at your finances. Look at your goals. Make and then make a decision plan. on in a plan on what serves you in your life is really the key takeaway for this one. If you weren't thinking that way, that's how I've been thinking. That's all. Yeah, it's like just growth mind, activity mind, just do something every single day, write down as many things as you can when you have ideas or when you have little goals, and just keep checking yourself and pay attention. Write that damn plan down. Before you wreck yourself. Chickity, chit, 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 check yourself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, peace, dude. I love you all. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up episode 40 of the Waking Up From Work podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us to kick off your new year. I hope everyone has some awesome goals this year that they're after in a really tangible way. So next week, we're actually going to go super polar to this with someone who just took the jump almost in a a very like, you know, off the cuff way to some degree. He's going to explain it a lot more. We're going to talk to Simon Taylor, who, if you don't know him, he just designed uh, the shirts for Podcast New Hampshire. That's how we met him. And he also designs stuff all over the place. He lives up in Maine. And we're going to talk to him about his recent jump. He's like two weeks into it. So this is real fresh emotion and thought for him to bring out. And the week after that, we're going to be talking to my friend Aaron, who is a events coordinator to talk about creating and 
making and planning events. And the only reason I bring that up to this audience is because I think there's a huge opportunity in creating events for smaller things. For one example, I'm working on making some type of event at some point for this community. I just have to get to a point where it makes sense. Hopefully find a location that would make sense and a topic that would make sense. So there's a lot of thought and work that has to go into that. It's not anytime soon, but I will surely let you know. But say you have, a, I don't know, any type of business really, like for Crawl Space Audio. I think it makes sense to have events where you're teaching people to do audio or teaching people to podcast. Maybe you're like Ryan and you're a voice actor. Maybe it makes sense to have some type of event where you have people come over and you work through that in some way or other people from different parts of that process come together. I just believe really in connecting with people, thus my Facebook group, Connecting Creatives, right? And uh, I thought that would be good for us. So we're talking a lot of stuff like that. We will have show notes on this. Go to wakingupfromwork slash show notes. And there's a couple of other things there too. We'd love to have you hang out with us and see more of what we have to offer on there. If you want to check out audio advice or information, go to crawlspaceaudio.com. And if you want to support us, you can go to Patreon, check out Waking Up From Work or on any social. It's going to be at Dave Wake Up or Waking Up From Work podcast. Super happy to have you guys. Have a killer week and I will see you on Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Peace.